back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All righty, everybody. We're back again. It's The Drive with AD and Raff on 93.7 The Ticket. And right now we are joined by two special guests. We have Beth and we have Scott. And they are from the Lincoln <laughs> Girls Wrestling Club. Good morning. Good morning. morning. So, first thing I got to ask, Lincoln Girls Wrestling Club. What would be an overview of the Lincoln Girls Wrestling Club? So, an overview would be, as everybody knows, or maybe not know, girls wrestling has their own division now. And it's growing. Like, last year at the state tournament for pre-K through middle school, more than doubled from the year before. So from 2020 to 2021, it went from around 100 to almost 300 girl wrestlers. And the person you guys can't see, Beth, is the main proponent in growing the actual girls division. So I just think it's a phenomenal sport for anybody. It helps with life in general. And wrestling, in my opinion, is one of the sports that helps with all other sports. Very nice. So then what, um, or I guess, first off, where, where do you guys practice that? Do you have a facility where you practice that or? Um, yeah, we're in the wrestling room at Lincoln high. So, um, we come in after the high school's already done. So we have our own time blocks and we currently split the room with the Lincoln warriors. So you have the girls wrestling, just the girls on one half and the boys wrestling, just the girls on the other half. So we're together, but yet we're split. If that makes sense. Gotcha. You said Lincoln, you saw said Lincoln high and AD's ears perked up. I was going to say, yes, they did anybody. (laughs) Scotty was having man that beard, even all this from, uh, even across his camera, man, that beard. Very healthy, big dog. I got to take care of it. It's the money maker, buddy. <laughs> it's the money maker. <laughs> Let me ask you both this. Scotty, and I'm, I'm, I apologize. What's your, your guest uh, guest name? Beth. Beth. Beth, good morning. It's good to, good to both have you both in the studio. I wish I could be there in person to see you both. But Beth and uh, Scotty, tell me this. How um, When did uh, girls wrestling really start catching on to where um, people begin to take it serious at the high school uh, level, the middle school level? Uh, to where you started beginning to have events of your own. What did that kind of be, um, what did it kind of take off, if you would? Um, well, I will be honest, I was back on the ground floor of it. So back in 2004, when I was a freshman in high school, I had to fight my high school in order to be on the boys wrestling team. I wasn't allowed to wrestle my freshman year on the other side of the state because of that. So from there, because I pushed, I pushed the bubble. I was on the, like I said, I was on the ground floor. It started going from there. I was um, going around nationally wrestling in 2004 through 2008. So my off season of volleyball was wrestling. And from there is when it really started to grow. There was probably Mm -hmm. a handful of States back in 2004 to 2008 that's really picked it up and went with it within the last probably three to four years, girls wrestling in the state of Nebraska has finally taken off. Um, I took play, I stepped up as head coach last year for our team, but, um, the main guy who did it, Pete, he started a couple years prior to COVID. So you have three years. This is, I think our fourth year for Lincoln girls wrestling, and it has started to explode majorly the last two years. I think the main, one of the main girls in more recent time, I believe her name was Brittany Taylor out of Omaha, who 
actually won state at the 103 or 112 pound division against mm -hmm. boys. So I think that oh, wow. was like, well, maybe this is a serious sport we should take into account. So, and then have you, oh, sorry. Go ahead, oh, I was just going to ask, we talked about how, you know, it's moving up to the high school and stuff like that. Do you guys know how many, um, I know like my buddy, Mark Cody, I know he's the head uh, men's and women's wrestling coach at Presbyterian college down in the down South Southeast corner. I think South Carolina, I think is where Presbyterian college is at. not hundred percent sure on that, but how many like colleges have women's wrestling now as a sport? A lot of them are picking them up. Um, like I'm, I'm from Shadron. So Shadron state picked it up last year as their pilot program. Um, I know I want to say UNL hasn't quite picked it up. I wouldn't be surprised if next year they probably do. It, I mean, it is – you have the high school that starts going. Once the high school has it, they want to have somewhere where they can go. So, I mean, you can't go straight from high school to Olympics. It doesn't work that way. So you have to have that middle stepping ground. So Every year it doubles, basically. I don't know the numbers. I don't know the statistics. I kind of got pulled into this. Um, we got my <laughs> last year's seven-year-old into it because she's always trying to wrestle dad and my wife signed her up and one day I go to practice and the, our club director Pete says, well, I heard you wrestled in high school. Your wife said you'd coach. So I got voluntold to coach and now I'm, oh, wow. I'm all in. I, I mean, I love it. I love seeing these girls grow. I mean, I also help out with the warrior side a little bit if we're short staffed or whatever. But just seeing the confidence boost from these girls, because if you can go out on that mat, just you and another little girl and a ref, and you're surrounded by all these crazy parents that are yelling and screaming, <laughs> not even necessarily at you or for you, because there's multiple mats going on at the time, you could walk out and do anything in the world. Hmm. You know, the thing that I like about wrestling uh, from afar, <laughs> from afar, <laughs> When I was at, <laughs> when I was at Lincoln High, man, um, you know the, the wrestling mats, the wrestling area was up above the gym. You know, yeah, the rolled out bleachers and it was above the gym. And dude, I would see those those guys, you know, try to make weight and have to gain weight. But the thing about wrestling, I think I've always thought wrestling, swimming, and boxing were the hardest sports and because golf. in either one of those sports, if you stop, you get knocked out or you're drowning. One or the other. You know, what'd you say, Ram? I said in golf. No, oh my goodness. Maybe mentally golf, but physically <laughs> yeah. wrestling. Yeah. I'm talking about physical toll. You know, it, well, it's it's just it's just it's blow, blows me away, just the stamina, and uh, just the determination you got to have in those sports. Because think about wrestling too. I mean, everybody's watching you. You know, you're, it's just you and that person wrestling. You know, just individual versus individual. What are some of the lessons you try to teach some of those kids, especially girls? Because I'm sure, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up, was there kickback? I'm sure that I've, I've heard there's been some kickback from girls wrestling. How have you guys dealt with the kickback when people said, well, girls shouldn't be wrestling? They shouldn't be wrestling against guys. They shouldn't be wrestling at all. How, did, how have you guys dealt with that? How have you taught the girls how to handle that type of criticism? Do you want to take that or me? Oh, I, I can take it. I'll, I'll be <laughs> honest. At this point, the kickback for girl girls shouldn't be wrestling is nowhere near what it used to be when I was wrestling. I mean, I, I have heard it. You you can say it, and I can guarantee you I've heard it, and I've heard it in 10 times worse ways. Um, wow. The biggest thing you have to do and what we have to instill in the girls is you're going out there because you want to improve yourself. It's not about anyone else. It's about you. 
I mean, wrestling, you can be on a team, but ultimately you are an individual wrestling. And in order to make that work, you have to have confidence in yourself. If you don't have the confidence, there's no way it's going to work. So, I mean, that's something we've, we have girls age, I think, heck, four-year-old or three-year-old is probably our youngest, I, up to eighth graders on one mat. So you can imagine the different, the different spots they're in their life. And we had some middle schoolers, you know, they, they're more about, oh, well, we don't want people to know about our weight per se. So they were focused on that and trying to get mm. middle school girls to understand that weight isn't a thing. I mean, that's a problem with women all the way through their right. full life. So if we can instill that when they're four, that it doesn't matter what other people think about them and they have that confidence, we have a whole different generation coming out of wrestling. And honestly, like we Scott said it before, once you've wrestled, like my favorite saying is once you've wrestled, everything in life is easy. Like that's one of the things that mm. I, I hold tight by. Uh, I it's, just wanna... it's Beth, right? Yes, it is. Beth, in 2004, you know, we're talking almost, which seems crazy, um, 20 years ago, you know, and you think how far it's come since then. What has been the, the thing that, that makes you the happiest, knowing how far it progressed, knowing these girls don't have to go through what you went through. But also, how do you have to keep reminding them that, look, there are others who paved the way for you to have this? How do you do that and keep that uh, going on their mind? We've had that exact conversation. I feel like at practice a few times, it's, there's, there's times when it's hard and they want to quit. And it's like, you know, here's the thing. It's hard for you and you're in a room full of girls. Imagine you going over to the other side with the boys and having to wrestle against them. And they all freak out and they're like, oh, no, we don't want to go touch them. I was like, all right, you're welcome. Let's move on. Um, you um, know, the thing is they, they do, our group of girls is really good. I mean, we have probably, we had probably about 40 girls out last year, give or take throughout the season. And they're really good at understanding that what they're doing now is because there's other people that paved that way for them. And they're excited that they're also on the ground floor. Cause this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like it is going to continue to grow and expand and they are beyond excited about that. So we, oh, sorry, D. I just wanted to read that we did get a text in on the text line um, from a cheeseburger. And cheeseburger says, I really did marry a wonderful woman. She's one tough cookie. Do you happen to know um, this cheeseburger character? I happen to. That'd be my husband. (laughs) I didn't realize that. Oh, I love your hubby. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm glad everyone does. (laughs) Grant's a good guy. Grant's a good guy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this. You know, Beth and Scott, I'm going to tell you why this is uh, near and dear to my heart. And, Scotty, when you first asked if you could do it, I'm like, absolutely. I'll never forget my dad um, telling me, because he was was born and raised in Pittsburgh, and uh, and my uncles that that stayed in Alabama, you know, that moved back to Alabama. But my grandfather sharing with them stories that, just about sports. And my father telling me, don't you ever take sports for granted. He goes, son, when I was growing up, they wouldn't even allow me to play certain sports because I was black. Now you bring it back to being a female because of who you are, something you had no control over, you were denied access to it. You know, my father told me the story back in the day when the NBA first started to integrate. He goes, the commentators were like, well, they have the ability to last four quarters in a basketball game. I mean, just the, the stupidity that was out there as far as ignorance, you bring it back to these girls right now and some of the things that you had to do in Beth. I'm glad that you're sharing those girls the stories of the shoulders who they stand on to be where they're at today. So I, I definitely applaud you for that. 
applaud you for that. Awesome. So what we'll do right now is we'll throw it to break here on the drive, 93.7 The Ticket. You guys back for another segment? I'm got all day. All right. We'll, we'll bring Beth and Scott back for another segment. This is The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. Feeling stuck in your current job? Looking for a career pivot? Are you a proven leader looking to step up? The University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business prepares students to meet challenges, solve problems, and obtain a profound understanding of how to operate in the modern economy with MBA and MS programs offering flexible options to fit your lifestyle and goals. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more today at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired. Fearless. Unstoppable. 